Welcome to the podcast, The Winning Combo, your home for wisdom on marketing and sales success. Featuring your host, Keith Washoe. Hello and welcome to the Winning Combo Marketing and Sales Success Podcast for this very special big 36th episode. I'm your host, Keith Washoe in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, and I'm very excited to introduce you all to our very special guest. It's Steve Rao from at-large member of the Town Council in Morrisville, North Carolina, and a technology executive in Raleigh. Now, Steve was elected in 2011 as a councilman, making Steve the first Asian American elected official in North Carolina. Carolina and the Triangle region, and the first one re-elected in 2013. Steve is also the political commenter on PBS in North Carolina and a radio host on Get With The Program with Gary Jones. Steve is also very well educated. What can you say? He's got a BA from Emory University in political science and a JD from West Virginia University College of Law. Steve resides in Morrisville with his wife, Como, and his children, Sonia and and Ren is also a great tennis player with awards playing in high school and college. Now that is a lot because he has a lot to share with you. Welcome C to the podcast. We're super excited to hear all your wisdom for all the listeners. How are you? And fun fact, what was one of your biggest live music concerts that you went to in as a when you first went to a show? Well, Keith, it's always a pleasure to be with you. And uh, I guess my favorite memory is a police concert back in the 80s. I remember Sting and, and everybody there, you know, uh, every, you know, just all the great police songs. And then uh, shortly after, I went to a Neil Diamond concert. So I guess they're at two of my favorite uh, live concerts when I was a kid growing up. This just come to memory for some reason. That is awesome. You had a two first. It wasn't wasn't like the police was good enough. You had to throw in one of the one of the greats, Neil Diamond, as well. There's one downside. My mother came with me to the police concert, and I never heard the last of it at school for the next six months. She was well, a very protective mother. So, <laughs> what can I say? Uh, well, that's ador- that's adorable. She uh, saved you from getting arrested, didn't? Then, 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 yeah, pun in- pun intended. Well, we're super excited to have you, Steve. I know you have a lot of wisdom to share in this 36th winning combo podcast. And today, for all you listeners, Steve's going to feature three wisdom points around three of what we call our power segments. Number one, Steve will lead off with a very uh, a good quote to help you gain wisdom very quickly to apply to your work and your life. Secondly, Steve will share a personal story, something Steve went through that you can learn from in his winning or perhaps a mistake that you can then impl- implement for your career. And lastly, Steve will close with one key best practice, something that Steve does that's really helped his life that you can implement to your own personal and professional career for good results. All right, Steve, you ready to begin? Does that sound good? Sounds great. Thank you, Keith. All right. Well, let's begin. It is the power quote segment. Steve, now you're going to share off with our audience a great quote that's meant something to you and what you think it means to the listeners. Okay, well, I'm going to start with a personal quote that I've given at a couple of things I've spoken at in my role as city councilman and former mayor pro tem in Morrisville. And that's from a true pedigree who told a story of in 2013, he was in New York during the blackouts and there was only one hotel open. So they went to the, this Marriott and they asked the owner with all of New York black, why is your hotel still open? Because people were playing pool and ping pong and eating at the bar. And the owner said, you know, we wanted a hotel that didn't have our ability to have light dependent on outside sources. So we invested in the gas generator. And so that's why we have light. 
And my point to people um, I was talking at the COVID-19 relief event is that our light, our light of and love of our hearts is not dependent on the darkness around us. Um, and it's our ability to shine that last light and cast it upon the world. And that our heart is our true GPS. In a world we're so connected with devices, but all we have to do is shine our light and we'll always find our way through the darkness. And there's a lot of darkness and death right now in America, 500,000 dead, businesses out of control, economy spiraling, but it's that ability to have the light because just like you turn a light on, the darkness goes away. I'll just segue into real quickly, Bruce Springsteen at the Super Bowl. And, um, and as a political leader, I think it's so important. And I know you can appreciate this, but you know, he says that it is no secret the middle has been a hard place to get to lately between red and blue, servant and citizen, between our freedom and our fear. Now, fear has never been the best of who we are. And as for freedom, it's not the property of just the fortunate few. It belongs to all of us, whoever you are, wherever you're from. It's what connects us. And we need that connection. We need the middle. We just have to remember that the very soil we stand on is common ground. We can get there. We can make it to the mountaintop through the desert. And we will cross this divide. Our light has always found its way to the darkness. And there's hope up on the road ahead. Wow. Thank you, Steve. Breaking a world record here with two great yeah, quotes. Yeah, I'm sorry I gave you two, but the point <laughs> is, yeah, the point is I started with the personal, with the light, but this idea of finding the middle and making sure that we are getting to a place where we can get along. And I, I can tell you in politics, it's not that easy. You, you know that, you know, you've watched what's been going on politically in the world, right? So I think we've got to find the middle, we've got to find the light. So... That's wonderful. See, thank you for sharing those quotes for our listeners. So let's unpack that a little bit and give all of you listeners today a little extra wisdom on these quotes. So number one, Steve, I really appreciated you talking about uh, the preparedness of the business and having a generator to support light. And uh, what I also like about that, of course, the whole analogy of being a light in the darkness, like a candle in the darkness, better to be one light than to curse the darkness, as I think Mother Teresa said. So thank you for sharing that. But also what's important about that quote, maybe you can tell me a little, the audience a little bit more, is the, the thoughtfulness of the business owner to prepare and to plan ahead to still give light and to still give joy and services in the middle of a hard time. So let me just uh, pause there and ask you, maybe what, what would you want the audience to take away from that first quote uh, that you think resonated the most with you? You know, I guess that the... the there's no limit to the impact we can have on the world if we just let our light shine and do good deeds and good works and help others. It sounds so very basic, but it's so true. There's no greater gift than helping others in need. And I look at so many people during this pandemic, people serving meals to the homeless, the healthcare workers that are putting their lives in risk, the firefighters, the police, so many people doing act, random acts of kindness. That's what gives me hope at the end of a long day. Because you know, I know that it looks like we've been in this COVID pandemic for a long time, but um, that's what I meant. That's what I really want people to learn about it is put off your phone and let your heart guide your way. And uh, if you do that, you'll never lose. You'll always win. Thank you, Steve. Hope you listeners are enjoying this great wisdom. And then we'll just close off on this quote part because you gave two with the really <laughs> wonderful one from Bruce Springsteen. What I really like, Steve, and take away from your wisdom here and this quote that I hope the listeners impart on number one is the word fear. You know, who was it was that said 
Theodore Roosevelt, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And we know no matter what in life, fear is never good. It doesn't, it's never productive. So to your point and to Bruce Springsteen's quote, the beautiful symbolic nature of red and blue and coming together in the middle and the finding the common ground. And then Bruce Springsteen himself from this quote you shared, Steve, talked about the light, being the light, the top of the mountain hill and having hope. And there's, you can never go wrong with light and hope. So Steve, I'll throw it back to you for the final bow on this quote. What, what, what would you like your list, the listeners today to take away from this Bruce Springsteen quote if they were to remember one thing? Um, that the freedom belongs to all of us and that you know we need to get to the middle. And what that means is that you have to listen to understand, not just listen to reply. And what I'm trying to teach my own children, and I think we should teach all of our children that it's okay not to agree on everything. Uh, there's a difference between rivals and enemies. Um, and you look at you know, Abraham Lincoln, he brought in his rivals and saved the United States of America during the Civil War. We can do the same thing, but we got to find the middle. And, uh, and I mean, I'm using that as my political cap because it's hard in this political world to find the middle. But um, that's what I want people to take away from it. Thank you, Steve. All right. I hope you're all sharpening your pencils and taking good notes with your pens. That was a great way to start the show on the great quotes. Thank you, Steve, for sharing that. Let's change gears now and go into the second part of the show. This is the power story. This is an opportunity for Steve to share with you uh, something that's happened in his life that gave him some wisdom that he can now impart to you to apply to your life. So Steve, super excited to hear about what the story is and what you've learned from it and thanks good for the listener. Okay, I, this is a, a really deep personal story. So I'm gonna try not to get emotional talking about it, but um, I was very sick as a kid. A lot of people don't know that, baby. I had typhoid. And um, when I, uh, that's one of the reasons my mom was so, was so protective of me. And uh, when I recovered, I know this is going to be hard for you to believe because I'm, I'm an extrovert, but and, and you're one of my friends. But I was very shy and unsure of myself. And my father, my mother called her father, who was an amazing man. He was a, a major in World War II for the British Army, and then eventually the Indian Army. He was a rags to riches story. Didn't even have a high school education, and worked his way all the way up to top through sales to become a top executive of one of India's largest companies. He had a massive heart attack and retired. Um, early and then they gave him a post to travel all around the world so he was such a knowledgeable man and um, my mom called her father she was you know missed her father because she immigrated from India to West Virginia and in 1976 my grandfather came for six months and um, I'll never forget I want to write a book about this one day he really in those three or four months I spent with him he changed my life Um, every day I was only seven or eight years old we would get up in the morning, we would shower, have breakfast, we'd go downtown Charleston on the bus, we would have a, a donut or a sandwich, we'd walk and do some shopping, then we'd have a lunch, then we'd have some coffee or tea, uh, then you know, go uh, back on the bus. And every day he taught me something different about life, about God, about family, about country, about um, the importance of um, standing firm like Mahatma Gandhi and spiritually tall, even as a young kid. and. Um, this carried me through my whole life. And uh, there's not a day that goes by where I don't think, he died in 1978. When he went back to India that year, I was never the same person. Uh, it was just like, you know, and uh, it's my attitude and such a strong self-esteem I have in myself. 
um, that my mother uh, always instilled in me. And the final point is always look for the good in others. So even for those that I disagree with, um, my grandfather taught me that, but my mom, his daughter always said, there's good in everybody. And so every day I try to find that good. And so I had other power stories, but I wanted to share this one because it's so deep and personal to me and touches places that normally I don't share with others. And so I fought through the tears, but um, I think about my grandfather still every day, even on the worst days, because um, you know it, it, his time in that short time uh, changed my life and gave me a lot of confidence. Wow, that's a very beautiful story. And thank you for sharing. And yeah, I did not know about that, Steve, even though we're colleagues and friends. So number one, I didn't know you went through typhoid and had disease and, and, and really struggled as a child. And number one, it made you shy and quiet. I think first and foremost, what a wonderful story to show resiliency and how yeah. you are now 100% super healthy, outgoing, positive. You would never know you went through anything like that, that you were ever shy because you're so articulate and, and a great communicator. So thank you for sharing that. And that hopefully gives hope to any listeners here, no matter what you're going through, your future can always be different. You can always change. It's, it's no matter what you're going through every night when I get into bed, that's what I think about. I think about God. I think about my family. I think about all the things we have in our life that we have another sunset and another sunrise. It's never that bad. As long as we're breathing and living and learning. It's easy to get down about the things we're caught up in. Even for me, I got to be honest with you, but it's about priorities. And it's hard sometimes to balance those, right? In business and politics. Uh, it's a constant exercise, but it takes work. And you have to stop sometimes and think, what are the things that I really need in my life to get up the next day? Wow. So that is, that is great. Thank you, Steve, for expounding upon that. And then I'll just close with some of the insights from your story and see what, what you have to say uh, for the listeners here. How blessed you were and how blessed any of us are to have a grandfather like that, Steve, who took time to, as a little seven or eight-year-old, going for walks, lunches, teas, coffees, just that quality time. As you know, as we've learned that kids spell love T-I-M-E, and clearly your grandfather did that for you. Um, that's really beautiful. And I love how he taught you about uh, God, family, country, faith, and spiritually standing tall, Muhammad Gandhi, and giving you good leaders. And most importantly, the what liked your quote about looking for the good in others. If you always look for the glass half full and the positive in others, it just allows you to see light and to continue being in the light versus staring at a glass half full or staring at someone in a negative light. So thank you for sharing that. You remind me of the ripple effect, how all of us can throw a pebble and we can influence a lot of people through our ripples like your grandfather did for you. Is there anything you want to close with about your grandfather? If he was here today and he was listening to you and seeing what you've done with your life, what kind of uh, wisdom would he tell you right now, do you think, if you had to put his hat on? <laughs> I think everything my mother's always told me about him, that um, to always think positive, that this was a man that had basically, you know, extreme poverty and uh, was raised by a, a single mother and made it to the top of echelon of life. And he learned everything on the streets and, you know, he treated people so well with such respect, with such dignity. The joking in India is when you went to a restaurant, Major Rao went to a restaurant, all the waiters wanted to go because he gave the greatest tips. <laughs> and this was in British India and then India and Delhi, right? Um, and that's the memory I have of him. Just, you know, uh, even it was, I was just a young kid. So I think just treat people with dignity, respect. And, you know, years later, I always wear my military pin. People always say I wear it because 
I married a, the colonel's daughter. So I was a grandson of a major in World War II. And then I, I my father-in-law, my late father-in-law, he was a U.S. Air Force colonel. And he was sort of a lot like my grandfather. And uh, he died two years ago, uh, you know, and, you know, he always reminded me that um, always put yourself in a position where you can help as many people as often as you can. And he rose to the rank of U.S. Air Force colonel with his wife, who was an immigrant from India as well, who's still alive. And so I think that's what it is. It's just making a difference, making an impact. And, you know, hopefully, I hope in heaven that my grandfather met my father-in-law. I always wonder about that. Um, and I wish he could have met his great-grandchildren and, and my wife and family, but maybe we'll all see him again one day. Amen. Yes, he's they're look heaven looking down and smiling and beaming. Yeah. But the yeah. uh, Steve, well, thank you. I, this personal story. Hopefully, you listeners enjoy this. Yeah. It's very it's very rare to have people yeah. people come on a show and share such personal stories. Yeah, this is different for me. I feel comfortable sharing with you because we're such good friends. But I'm touching some places down that I haven't <laughs> talked about in a long time. But it's not easy. But it's uh, it's exhilarating. You know, I gotta well, be honest with you. Oh, that's great. You know, the one thing, and I know your colleagues and friends with John Chambers, who's one of the greatest, oh, arguably one of the yeah. greatest leaders, but what I'm noticing with you right now, and that I hope the listeners appreciate in terms of leadership and, and, and being a good someone who serves is the word authenticity. The more authentic we can be, the more we're real, the more you can lead and people want to follow and be part of what you're saying. So thank you for being authentic, for being sincere. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Appreciate that. Great. Well, let's go into the third part of the podcast. This is the closing takeaway or known as the best practice power segment. This is an opportunity for Steve to share with all you listeners today something that he does. It's a best practice, a little technique, little tool that's helped him in his life that he thinks would be helpful to you. So Steve, the floor is yours. And want to share a best practice? Anything come to mind? Well, one best practice I've incorporated recently, and I actually learned this from John Chambers, who, uh, you know, it, that changed my life too. Meeting him, he's from my home state of West Virginia, building, a, you know, he, he keynoted a startup summit that you and I both work on together, these summits, and um, how humble he was. And, but read a book at least every week. So read something about some successful person or some part of the world so you can learn something new. So that's what I do now every week. I try to escape and read a book, listen to another podcast. So John's given me some things with Chamber Talks where I go listen to his podcast on technology, uh, Fareed Zakaria's book, 10 Lessons of a Post-Pandemic World, and John's book, Lessons for Leadership in a Startup World. And in, in John's book and a book on Lincoln, uh, when I talk about best practices, one thing that I'm trying to put in my life based on some of the things I'm reading and even uh, uh, spending time with John through chat and stuff is, uh, you know, communications is so important if you're running a business. And I look at Lincoln, he was just such a great communicator, uh, building trust with the people that you work with, um, giving credit to others, and uh, making sure that um, you're willing to work with people that often don't, that may not often agree with you. And the reason I cited Lincoln in the example is, is a book I recently read called Team of Rivals, where how Lincoln, he won the nomination for president but he brought in the rivals that he beat to help free the union, sign the Emancipation Proclamation. He would let his rivals often talk, he would give them credit, and he was able to take a back seat, but he was such a great communicator. And you and I heard John talk about this at you know, the Startup Summit, developing a playbook. You know, what did he say? Communications during a time of crisis, leadership is about building trust, creating that culture of trust and collaboration, and knowing when to break away, <laughs> right? So. Mm -hmm. That's sort of what th those to me is the best practices 
that I'm trying to incorporate in my life as I lead Morrisville forward and whatever role that's going to be, but also just in terms of businesses and clients I represent. So I hope that's a helpful insight. Yes. Thank you, Steve. So you remind me with your best practice about reading and how important that is. And, uh, a colleague of mine in Silicon Valley when I was at Creative Labs used to always come in and tell me in the morning, leaders are readers. Don't forget, leaders are readers. <laughs> so mm -hmm. she was always doing some kind of book club. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing the importance of reading a book every week. I love it. And uh, I also liked your best practice of the importance of clear communication and building trust and sent, making sure that we always give credit to others in addition to the point that you need to build trust and to collaborate if you want to be a leader and using that whole book analogy, team of rivals, bringing rivals together. And we definitely need that more than ever. So thank you for sharing yeah. that, Steve. Is there anything else you want to share about this best practice that we didn't touch upon that you think would be helpful for the leaders? I always like to ask Steve, if, if, the, if the listeners today could take away one thing from your best practice point, what's the one thing you want them to walk away with? Um, listening to understand, not listening to reply. And if you're a political leader listening to this, I think it's so important to bring in decisions from others that you don't agree with often um, and building that sense of trust and creating a culture because then I think organizations flourish. Um, and this is why I think we need what we need more of in America at the highest levels of government, at the city governments, um, you know, and that's what I want people to take away. I think it's about, you know, sort of ironic finding the middle, but we're not going to find the middle if we're so set in our own ways that, you know, we don't want to govern, or, you know, now business is different, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a politician also. So I think you have to govern and you have to govern with trust and communication and giving credit to others and creating that culture where you can't break away. Um, and like John Chambers said, the Texas two-step, the Silicon Valley two-step. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why we all need a playbook. But I think that's the part of the playbook, communications, trust, and culture. And just for, the, just for clarification for the audience, when you reference this term breakaway, I think you've said it twice. What Can you clarify for the audience who might not be familiar what you mean by that? Uh, well, in the, the context of that, you know, I think you can, uh, from business perspective, and I'm sorry for that, Keith, breakaway means, you know, post-COVID, how do you get your business moving back? You know, how do you survive a downturn, right? We have to stabilize the operations, have that trust, have the culture, and then you break away, right? Just like John talked about surviving the eight downturns at Cisco when he shared at the Startup Summit. But you can also use that as a governance. How do you break away a city? How do you break away a government? Because eventually this pandemic is gonna be over and we've got to get back to what it was and even better. So you're not gonna do that without communications, leadership in crisis, culture, giving credit to others and building that, the, the trust. So breakaway means breakaway in business, breakaway in government. How do you, you know, how do you move the path forward? We can't be doing Zoom calls and everything forever. We're going to have to get back to conferences, whatever. We're going to have to start living again, right? Yeah. Leading again. Does that make sense? Oh, perfect, perfect. So thank you. What I'm hearing from you in terms of breakaway is what's it take to go upward and onward and move forward, right? Upward, onward, and move forward so well. And I thank you so much. I'm wearing my startup uh, summit shirt today. Uh, always when I meet Keith Washoe and uh, and um, you know he's a you're just a great leader. It's an honor to do all the things we do together to build a better triangle. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, do you have two more minutes for us to do the closing summary? 
Yeah, sure. All right. We thank you, listeners. We are now going to the final part. This is the conclusion of the podcast. We want to thank Steve for sharing his wisdom around the three segments, the power quote, the personal story, and now his best practice. So now we want to share with you listeners kind of a concluding summary, a little recap here of some points worth learning and applying today. I'll share my top three and then we'll give Steve the final word. Are you ready, Steve? There we go. All right, number one on this 36th podcast of the Winning Combo featuring Steve here with this great wisdom. Number one, the quote, remember to always be the light. Shine the light, be the light in the darkness. Let your talents be known. Use your heart, follow your heart GPS. And number two, based on the Bruce Springsteen, get rid of fear and always look to meet in the middle. What is the common ground? Shine the light and have hope that the common ground can be found. There's always a peaceful middle. Number two, moving into the story. What was really beautiful about the story that I'll never forget, Steve, is how an amazing man your grandfather was and what an influence we all can be on a little seven or eight-year-old child to, to basically spend time and give love through time to help them learn and become bigger, better, stronger people, teaching them about looking for the good in others how to spiritually stand tall, how to be humble and make a difference in your life by serving others and putting others first. So thank you for that wonderful story. And then thirdly, in your best practice, what I really appreciated was the importance of what you said now is continuously reading, learning, growing, continuous improvement. And then on top of that is knowing the importance of building trust and communicating clearly and bringing people together. And like you said in that quote that I read from Stephen Covey, first seek to understand, then to be understood. Or as you said, Steve, listen to understand, not to reply. Wonderful wisdom, very, very great show. You said so much on top of that. So I'll give you the final word, Steve. Anything else you wanna leave with our listeners? I'll leave you with something powerful that I said the other day is that, you know, answer the call, answer your heart. Don't just put it to voicemail, be a leader, answer the call, have a purpose and make a difference. That's what life's about. That's my closing message. <laughs> I love it. That's a great call to action for all you listeners today. Coming from Steve, answer the call, be a leader. My dad, he reminded me as a little kid, he'd say, Keith, be a leader, not a follower. So here we go. Thank you, Steve, for that. It's an absolute honor and joy to have you on the show. Where can someone learn more about you and some of the, the your company and things you're working on? Yeah, we're revamping our re website. So you can go to steverow.com. It has got some of my information up there. It's got to be updated. Uh, and then um, my Facebook is also good, my LinkedIn. Uh, we keep our Facebook pretty current, both my personal site, uh, Facebook uh, slash SRAUNC. And then you can find me on the internet, um, on Twitter. So just send me your ideas. Go to the town of Morrisville website if you're living in the Triangle. Uh, my goal is to make Morrisville the number one technology and startup city in the state. And then uh, having housing to support that and recreational amenities, live, work, play. But um, I'm always a phone call away, a text away. And uh, I'll be doing some great stuff with Keith Washoe and mm -hmm. Mark uh, this year again on Startup Summit. So we're gonna do our part to uh, continue to transform the region. Thank you, Steve Rao. There you have it. Look up Steve on LinkedIn. Look him up on Facebook. Check out his website. You said it's steverao.com? Yeah, steverao.com. We're going to be revamping it, but you can still go there. It's just 
undergoing a transformation right now. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being part of the show, Steve. Thank you for all your wisdom. And thank you all for listening to this podcast, The Winning Combo. We hope you enjoyed it and that it's helpful to your career. Stay tuned for the next show and follow The Winning Combo on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Till next time, keep learning and keep winning. Thanks for listening to the podcast, The Winning Combo, your home for wisdom on marketing and sales success. Stay tuned for the next show and follow The Winning Combo on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook for free content and the latest podcast episodes to help you be a winner.